Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com this episode is brought to you by the Portable Gear Closet, sometimes referred to as the Water Filter Wardrobe. You can now move the entire lineup of your gear all over the house or bring it to your friend's house to show off. With this closet, your prized possessions will never be more than an arm's reach away. If you're feeling down, sometimes a quick closet embrace is all you'll need. Check it out at obsessedwithinanimateobjects.com. Hey everybody, this is Derek, and with me today, in the same room as me, Whoa. he came over and stalked me from Colorado, is the only man who's ever known to kill a bear with his own foot smell, Carl Mandrioli. What's going on? What's going on, my friend? With me today is Derek Somerville, a man who created his own Snapple facts and taped them to water bottle caps because he thought he was making... A smart water bottle. Mmm, good, but long. I like that. You gotta think about it a little bit to understand. Yeah, yeah, it was really, you know, it was a lot. It was a lot. Yeah. Uh, we're recording in the same room. This is, uh, <laughs> if you can see our setup today, we have about a thousand pillows, blankets, uh, Christmas lights, and it's pretty exciting in here, so. Derek's version of recording a podcast together is to build a fort and then record. Is that correct? Was it fun? It was fun. Mm, kind of. Yeah. So, yeah, this is like our first time officially recording together while not out on the trail. We'll see how it goes. That's true. I actually brought some some paper myself. Nice. Because... I'll I, show you how to crinkle it later, yeah. Yeah, you're good, you're good at that. Yeah. You're good at that. So we got uh, fun facts for gear nerds mm. and normal people today. <laughs> <laughs> and normal people. And is there anything that you consider yourself to be like a nerd about? Mm. Oof. I guess... Probably. I don't see, but that's the thing. I don't consider myself a nerd, but you probably would. Okay. Like what? About what? Like musical instruments. Okay. Things like that. Like, so you know a lot about new musical instruments, brands and, you know, quality sounds, that kind of thing. Well, I know, I know a lot. I don't know all of it though. Yeah. Sure. I'm always, I'm always right. wanting to learn more though. Right. And that's why this is supposed to be good because I think we've got something for everybody. I, I'm more like a nerd about when I'm really looking for the right shoe. Whether shoe. it's a trail shoe, a or whatever. shoe nerd, yeah, not like a style shoe nerd. Like that's mm. not my thing. More just function. Mm. So, I like, will. Yeah, that. I mean, I, I get what you're saying there. I'm kind of a, uh, I'm kind of a water snob. I have like, uh, I like to taste different water. Is that is that weird? Like I, I could, <laughs> you could give me, you could give me, <laughs> you could give me a 
Kirkland bottle of water from Costco. Okay. And then some other, I could, I just like uh, qualities of water. Yeah. Kind of a water snob. There, I saw on a TV show like a long time ago, they had this guy who could determine the different Great Lakes by just tasting the water. He could that's, identify them. Could you do that? No. That's insane. No, no, no. I know you can do it right now, but if I if I gave you some time to practice. Yeah, I can do it. Okay. Because you're that snobby. Okay, I'm that snobby with the water. Okay. I'm this one's gonna come back to bite. Do you, you have a favorite brand of water from? Favorite brand of water? Do you notice differences in water? Um we got some pretty good tap water where I live. That's true, you're by the mountains. Like to me, if I had a bottle of aquafina, I'm like I feel like I'm drinking soap. That's what it feels like <laughs> to me. Soap. Deja blue, soap. <laughs> Garbage. Okay, you've answered the question. Water is your is your nerd thing for sure. That's probably and, my nerd thing. That's true. Yeah, and snob snobbery too. Not Snob- just nerd, but snobbery. Snob- is that a thing? Yes. Okay. Yes. Creating words. No. <laughs> okay, so I got a Bible verse for today. Luke ten twenty five. Mm. On one occasion, an expert in the law stood up to test Jesus. Ooh. Teacher, he said, "What must I do to inherit eternal life?" So, um, the motivation for that question has been debated a little bit but um when you ask a question to somebody on a topic you feel like you're already an expert are you doing so to learn more or to see if the other person knows their stuff mm, I, I would hope to learn more okay genuinely but right. uh, i've been in the boat where you know it's it's the opposite and somebody's trying to just make you look dumb and right you know that's not fun everybody loves that person right oh a lot of friends they have a lot of friends yeah and i think that that person exists you know out in the backpacking world as well and mm. i think they go solo a lot yeah i don't think a lot of people are knocking down their door calling them to yeah. go on trips so right. you don't want to be on that trip with that person that's going to like tell you everything and why it's you know well it's more like they ask you to see if you know and then they correct you right yeah that's even worse actually yeah, yeah that's that's a good point that's even worse the expert um the some translations the lawyer that asked jesus i don't think that i think he get put in his place if he was trying to challenge jesus and learn something if he wasn't mm, so yeah there you go is this in relation to any of the characters we created long ago uh in past seasons about was this like the know-it-all character was this the uh... um we've had some we've had some people yeah give us some feedback that mm. might be that character perhaps i'm not gonna name names but um it's okay we take it in strides so that's all right speaking of that though i wanted to set some ground rules for this episode and possibly for episodes to come. Mm. Okay, and you can tell me if this is out of line or not. But I feel like in previous episodes, we're not on the same page with how we define certain things. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, like, for example, we had an episode like small upgrades, and um, your definition of, my, of small and mine were different. Yours was like the biggest thing possible. Oh, and there we go. Okay. Trendy was, was something, you know, like you thought that trendy referred to like the 1990s, and I was going more recent you picked a hammock which you said was from the 90s <laughs> i did not think 20, it was like 20 last 10 years last 10 years has gotten popular 10 20 he said 10 25 so anyway let's let's set the ground rules for this one okay so let's be clear let's be clear let's be clear um so we're gonna do fun facts so these are these are things that are proven facts not opinions correct fun facts they have to be fun for somebody i don't want boring facts correct right and then specifically about gear right are we good i'm good okay i'm good how do you know if you're a gear nerd i feel like if you're just spending a lot of your free time researching gear so you're saying you might be a gear nerd you might be a gear nerd if you if you know when things were made 
uh, what the, you know, just like the little details. Like Joe Schmo is going to go in the store and buy like uh, a piece of a, a piece of gear. Let's say he might know the basics about it, right? If it's a headlamp, he's going to know like, well, how bright is it? You know, how long is it going to last? Blah, blah, blah. If you're a gear nerd and you pick a headlamp, you might know like what is inside of this headlamp, like what the material is made of. Um, and where it was manufactured and how long it took to get to America. Like, you're just going to okay. know stuff that nobody cares about. I got a, I got, I got a small list for backpacking specifics. So I think I'm on the same page with you on this one. I, I think that if you know how our value is calculated, mm. might be a gear nerd. If you know the differences in weights and durabilities of various fibers. Mm. What about like water fil filters? Like what's in the filter? Yeah. What creates the filter? Uh, I think it's fair. Um, do you have more fun researching the gear than actually using the gear? Mm. could be here that's a good that's a good yeah. one yeah all right so okay. just kind of you know if that describes you and it's, there's nothing wrong with being your nerd it just means that you hmm. are probably you know sought out as a resource for people that want to get some more information right yeah yeah okay uh so we just came with three what's your first one uh first one i'm gonna go with uh is the like the the mattress the air mattress the sleeping pad Okay. Not 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 a pad, but an air filled sleeping mat that you would sleep on. So you're saying an air mattress has air. In air it. mattress with air. Just okay. to be clear, not one of the foamy things. So, uh, you might be a gear nerd if you knew that the first air mattress was made in 1889 by the Pneumatic Mattress and Cushion Company in Massachusetts, which uh, <laughs> is very. And I didn't know this either, but. Over the 120 years they've been in business, they haven't changed much. Okay. What does that mean? Much. They haven't changed much. What does that mean? I mean, is this if it works with the wheels working? Don't. What's the What's the saying? I totally screwed that if up. The wheels working, then keep rolling. If it's work, <laughs> <laughs> if it's rolling, don't don't fix break it. it. If it ain't rolling, don't stop it. <laughs> oh, oh, oh wow! <laughs> Woo! You get the idea, folks. It's working. If it ain't so broke, yeah. don't fix it. I'm just messing with you. Uh, 1889 pneumatic okay. mattress. Did you know that? No, I'm just trying to think that dude, you nailed the fact. Are you more like I see a mattress at my favorite backpacking store and I'm like, I like the color, I want to mm. get it. No, I was just trying to figure out if that was fun. Is it a fun fact? Air mat, how about yeah, air mattress. Okay. It's fun for me, okay. For you, oh, so wait, we should have clarified if it's fun facts for Carl, correct? That's okay. I gotta no, make no, no. I think if you're passionate about air mattresses. And or Massachusetts, that probably do we need to get some fun. do we need to get some buff facts going here? Do we need to? Yeah, you you come up with your own facts, man. They're made of spandex. Go, okay. okay. <laughs> Done. Uh, I gotta sleep. So you went sleeping pad. I'll go sleeping bag. All this right. this one might um, actually anger some people. I'm sure it will. Yeah, I'm sure it will. So maybe not fun for them. You like to stir the pot. So. I do. Um, so the sleeping bag ratings, as I'm sure some of you who have bought multiple sleeping bags have figured out, are wildly out of control and oftentimes estimated. Mm. Um, but the general rule of thumb is they have like a comfort rating for cold sleepers in women's bags. Okay, so whatever the rating is, it's comfort rating, not necessarily survival rating, and a comfort rating for warm sleepers in men's bags. So hmm. why does that matter? What does that mean that means that at any given temperature rating, women's bags are going to tend to be relatively heavier compared to men's bags mm. so like a woman's mm. 20 degree bag versus a men's 20 degree bag like pound for pound is going to be heavier mm. because okay. they're 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 saying that women are going to tend to sleep colder versus men do you agree with that i know we mentioned your wife sleeps pretty cold 
I can't. Uh, yeah. Are you asking? Should I speak on behalf of all women? No. Yeah. That's. I was trying to trap you. Okay. Good thing you. Didn't I sleep them. pretty cold, but not as cold as my wife. So, uh, from my personal experience, yes. What do you? I don't know. What do you think? What do I think? Yeah. I mean, I think you just gotta get a sleeping bag and try it. I mean, you can read all the. I mean, I don't know. You can read all the reviews, but like, right. You're just gonna have to try it. Like, where are you going? That's the question. You know. To the mountains. I mean, if you're going to like Yosemite, it's not what like, thirties the coldest yeah, probably. And if you're going in the summertime, it's not going to be that cold at all. It's probably like 50. Right. But if you're going somewhere on the East Coast, so what? I don't know. If it's cold, in the, I mean, you're going to have to try it. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think if you live in your the area that you live in and you're going to know what a cold night feels like outside, if it's like right. 20 degrees, then maybe you need to get a woman's bag, Carl. Hmm? You know? I've had a woman's uh, sleeping pad just to shave some weight. Just a little more tapered. I don't think that's a good purchase, but... Hmm. Um, did you just say that, you, that it never gets below 30 in Yosemite? It hasn't. Maybe it has. No, it does snow. It snows up there. Okay. I meant, I meant like where we go usually. Gotcha. There was, um, I will say, uh, maybe, like, what if you found a sleeping bag that was so warm and amazing, but it was a woman's bag and it was like pink? Would you keep it? But it's the best sleeping bag you've How ever had. How would I know that it was that good? I mean, like, because you, well, let's 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 just review the facts, folks. I mean, okay. we went on a trip. Carl forgot his pillow. Uh, maybe you went on a trip, forgot your sleeping bag. It's happened to one of our guys before. <laughs> I won't name names. I'm not going to name names, Rocky. But um, oh wow, that's not very nice. No, I'm kidding. You can delete. You're not that. kidding. You're not kidding. No, that's you delete that. it. Delete it. Okay. Um, okay, so maybe you like you've forgotten a pillow on a trip before. So maybe you forgot your sleeping bag on this trip mm-hmm. and. Uh, Maybe our shuttle driver had a spare one, and um, it was pink, and it was amazing. He's like, you know what? Just take it. Give it back to me when I pick you guys up. Right. And you're like, gee, thank you for saving my life. And then you you get in the sleeping bag, like, this is amazing. Yeah. It's uh, some random brand. Do you go buy one? Do I go buy one? Do you go get one? Like, it would have to fit so I many mean, it, characters. It I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. On that it one. just blew you away, though. Yeah. You don't care? I'm, I, I'm satisfied with mine, so I don't think it's going to okay. blow me away. Right. I think it's the pink issue. Good try. Good pink, try. I think it's the pink issue. Yeah, I think that, um, just to clarify, like I didn't forget the pillow on the trip. It was left in the van. It wasn't like I left it all mm, the way at home. Mm, Whereas mm. the sleeping bag you're referring to, that was left all the way at home. So mm, yeah. Um, anyway, my rule of thumb for this is the better quality brand, the more accurate the rating tends to be. From my personal experience, maybe everybody has had different experience, but um, that's been true for me. Isn't that subjective though? The brand, like what the better might, quality brand? Yeah, like what you think is, you might have a good experience with like Camelback, right? No, that is you, incorrect. You don't, you don't. <laughs> but I bet you a lot of people have had a good experience with Camelback. And like Camelback's amazing, but I don't. We don't think that. So I think that you, yeah, you can have a well, you can have good experience. I think I just think that the the you know. What tends to be the lesser expensive items or the kind of more generic brands. True. You can have good experiences with them 100%. It's just you're less likely to, right? Like you're more likely to have better experience with the more quality stuff. So True. if I have a Eureka brand bag, which is one of my older bags, which is lightweight um, versus I now have like a mountain hardware one. The mountain hardware one feels more accurate. Mm-hmm. So there you go. That was mine. A lot of That's, a lot of reaction. Uh, that was pretty long. Yeah. Not, not a surprise. All right, my next one is one of your favorite items. Uh, it's the Nalgene bottle. Mm. Um, did you know? If you were a gear nerd, you would know. Do you know what a Nalgene's made of, Carl? Like what the material is? Is it like plastic? Is it like rubber? What, what, what are we talking about? 
What are you thinking of? Uh, vinyl. Lead. Lead is incorrect. Okay. Uh, it's made of a resin that's created uh, or found in Tennessee. Okay. And when they are making these things, they usually ship, the company usually ships out 45,000 pounds of the resin at a time. And uh, <laughs> fun fact. Why is that funny? Fun fact. Fun fact, Corel. Okay. The, uh, compared to other bottles, other, other you know, bottles that you'd buy on the market, uh, Nalgene has a 90% lighter carbon footprint. Hmm. So, you know, maybe you should rethink... Saving the earth a little bit more and buying some more Nalgene. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Do you bring Nalgene bottles on the trip? That's, I have, and I would again. I think everybody has at one point. I'm saying, do you currently bring them? Is that part of your... This isn't about me. This okay. is about you, okay? And your hatred for Nalgene. Hatred. Okay. Passionate despise. I think Nalgene's are fine, just not on backpacking trips. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to be bringing one on the next trip in mockery. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, the only reason I, I say I don't bring one now is I think the convenience of it while I'm walking. Okay. Like while I'm walking, it's difficult to, it's easy to like grab a sports bottle, pop it open with your mouth and drink, right? As opposed, or, or if you have a hose coming yeah. from your, whatever. But the Nalgene, you gotta like, it's big. It's Sometimes it doesn't fit in that side pouch. And so you gotta like make it some effort there to pull it out, unscrew it, drink it, screw right. it back on, put it back. It's just... It's not as convenient, if I'm being yeah. honest. So that's kind of why I've strayed from it. But okay, I think that I think I'm going to speak on behalf of everybody that's listening. Oh boy, thank you for sharing how many pounds of resin are made in Tennessee that support mm-hmm. nitrogen bubbles. Thank you for that. Yeah, you know, did did you? You're never going to forget it though. You're never going to forget <laughs> it. Forty-five thousand pounds. Imagine that truckload. Jeez, probably a few truckloads. Oh my gosh. Um, I think our definitions of fun are different, but that's okay. You know what? We'll let the people decide. All right. Here's here's one that we'll see. I, I'm I'm gonna guess you're not gonna agree with this one, but mm. too bad. Yeah. Waterproof jackets aren't waterproof. What? Fun fact. Yeah. Here's what? here's my hypothesis on this. Does anything with four big holes in it keep wa- keep out water? Four big holes. Four in big holes. Mm, you okay. got two yeah. arm sleeve holes. Mm-hmm. You got the head area, yeah. and then you got the torso. Yeah. Not to mention pit zips, right? Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Well, let's let's clarify here first. Are you jumping into a lake? No. Are you wearing it when it's raining? Probably. So, okay. unless you are raising your hands straight up into the air and allowing water to fall through, um, or you're hanging upside down, or you have your hood off. Then how's I mean I think it's gonna repel a majority if not oh yeah it'll repel the majority yeah, I'm just okay. saying you're gonna have water still underneath the jacket just based on how you know water works like if you're standing let's mm-hmm. just say we did like a, a science experiment and you're just spraying me let's say that you know the water's coming down at an angle like I'm spraying you spraying with like a hose or something That's so much more than... all right go yeah ahead. If proceed okay whatever, however you want to do you you you, you can set up the science experiment whatever sorry the concept of what, where the water goes so it's gonna not immediately go onto your body but Mm -hmm. as it rolls down towards one of these holes it's gonna some of the water is gonna go underneath the lip of the edge of where that hole is and so you're gonna have some wet spots on Uh your shirt Uh where like kind of on the edges basically that's uh sounds horrible 
That was very uncomfortable. Well, sometimes if it's a hard enough rain, like you can actually mm-hmm. get quite a bit of water in there. Interesting. Yeah. We were we were hiking. Um, I can't remember where it was, but we had a hard rain. I had my new donated jacket on, which was great. Um, I will say the only places I got water inside of me were when the when the rain was coming at an angle, it went through the hood. Okay. Onto my neck. Gotcha. But it, my shirt was pretty dry. Okay. I didn't get any of this uh, cuff water you're talking about. Are you itching? Are you maybe you're drinking water? I don't know. I think you just confirmed my fun fact there by saying you got water in on you because it went in through one of the holes I just referenced. So, um, I mean, when the rain's going like ninety degrees, it's, yes, yeah. and that's what happens sometimes. So, point confirmed. It was a light drizzle, and uh, it was actually very refreshing. I did not have to change my shirt. So. I did not challenge the refreshing nature or lack thereof. I'm just saying that water's getting in. It was a brisk rain. Waterproof does not mean waterproof. Uh, so wow there but aren't they talking more about the the actual fabric of the jacket right yeah but i think people interpret that to mean like if i put this jacket on correct heating all water out i would agree with that i would agree with that yeah good 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 clarification yeah yeah because i think the fabric's waterproof but right how you you know when there's holes there water's Mm. getting in yes well just zip you up in a giant hole you know jacket with no hole okay Bring that next time. That would be a lot quieter for everybody. All right, next <laughs> one. Uh, my third one is, uh, it's about water filters, Carl, your favorite topic. Okay. Uh, when was the first water filter, you ask me, Carl, ever made? Well, they have it tracked. Fun fact, you would be a gear nerd if you knew this. It was created or or logged as being created back in 500 BC by a, nam- a man named Hippocrates. Hippocrates? <laughs> yes, Hippocrates. Not hypocrite, but Hippocrates. <laughs> yeah. uh, and it was a, it was made out of a cloth bag, and they had a name for it. It was called the hip, the Hippocratic, or Hippocratic, Hippocratic. How do you say that? Say that three times fast. Okay. Hippocratic, whatever sleeve, and so people started using it to filter water uh, in Greece. I was gonna say Greece because that's not like a Grecian name. All right. Well, yeah, no, Socrates. I was, not, I was gonna try to show off, but Plato, you, you ruined it. It's not that hard. <laughs> <laughs> Socrates, Hippocrates. Okay. Yeah, they kind of rhymed. Okay. Um, that is a fun fact. I'm going to give you You're full welcome. credit on that one because that's full. a long time ago. Full credit. Full credit on that one. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really have anything more to add to that. That's good. Good stuff. Yeah, that's how I get, I get right to it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, last one. The first mass-produced backpack, like specifically made for backpacking, um, not for war, but just actually for, you know, leisure, mm. was made of canvas and plywood. Mm. Inspired from packs made for World War II, it came in one size and was sold at Sears in the Ooh. 1950s, Ooh. which coincidentally was right around the time, Derek, that you were born. No, incorrect. You gotta research more. Uh, canvas, though? Really? Yeah. That sounds tough. That sounds tough. Canvas and plywood and still manages to be lighter weight with the contents inside than some of the gear that we have guys bringing on our trip. So That is 100% accurate. Yeah. But yeah, one size and it's come a little weight since then. Do you have the weight of the heaviest pack we've ever had on one of our July trips? We just started weighing a few years ago. Do you remember what the heaviest was? Was it 60s? Was it in the 60s? Yeah, probably, I don't know. Yeah, probably like 50, 60, but... <sighs> But there was a year that I, I shared with you that we where where Rocky had a pack that I could I, I could barely lift off the ground, so I'm guessing over sixty pounds. Mm. And he had he didn't have everything attached to his pack, including like heavy items such as 
camp chairs, not backpacking chairs, but camp, <laughs> a camp chair. And so there were things that were that weighed pounds that weren't attached, and I couldn't lift the pack by itself. I, I just was like, oh, this is ridiculous. But that's not really saying much if you can't lift it, though. That's true. Right. That's more of an issue of my weakness. Shoulders. Than, it's than the shoulders. The back. Yeah. It always yeah. comes back to the shoulders. It's probably 20 pounds. Yeah. Probably 15. <laughs> it's probably like 15. 15 pounds. Your average dumbbell size. Um, Carl's struggle with that. Oh, that's a good one, though. I like yeah. that one. Um, was it Was it fun? It was it was like a you know it was like a trip to McDonald's and back and I feel kind of queasy afterwards that's what it was. Okay, so I'm gonna say that you generally succeeded at fulfilling the ground rules in this one. Generally, yeah. Wow. So I'm gonna. I think the ground rules work. I might bring those out again. Ground rules again. Wow. I think it's better for you actually. Um, you know, hammocks are just now getting popular. I don't know if you. Okay. I'm gonna leave that. If one you out. wanna, I'm okay. Let let's let's out. talk about some let's, reactions to previous episodes and. Are mm. various misinterpretations okay? So there we go. Yeah. So I've got. Um, this is where Carl fulfills his need to be right. Ready? Go. Well, I've got one that is neutral. So that that's not a okay. right thing. I've got All one right. from a guy who I think is more on Team Derek, mm. and we'll get to that later. Okay. But um, he confirmed that, like, he thinks that. Remember how we had the argument about if bragging about base weight is a thing, and then you said that's not a thing. Cannot be. A but thing. it's still not going to die. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he says that he doesn't think that's going to die because he thinks... This is um, Joe from Southern California. Ooh. And he thinks it's not going to die because he thinks that when people start shifting more towards like comfort-based items such as like camp chairs, mm. people are simply going to brag about how lightweight their comfort items are. That's fair. Which, that's, that's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. So I can get behind that. Yeah. And then um, this is more of the scathing comment that is my favorite one. Um, Andrew from Buffalo, New York said... This is about the... Um, Oh, this is about the, you know, the lies my sales clerk told me. Oh, right. He said you asking a Walmart clerk for advice. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like going to a cheerleader car wash and asking Uh them for advice on buying off-road vehicles. Uh, (laughs) There might be some validity to that, actually. I was, remember, I was, like I said, disclaimer, I was, this is, I was brand new to all this backpack, so I didn't know anything. Right. Uh, And... Hence, I'm sharing this story. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Well, okay, well, l- l- let me relate it then to, to an area that I don't know a lot about. Let's say I want to I didn't get... even know what REI was at the time. Okay, well, let's say that I want to get into surfing. I don't know anything about surfing. There we go. Okay, should I go to the Dollar Tree and oh, ask for They don't have any advice? surfing gear whatsoever. They have outdated stuff. No, they don't. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, here we go. <laughs> Creating facts on the fly, everybody. <laughs> Carl Mandrioli. Woo! Yeah. Uh... I okay. mean, if you're going to, like, make a reference, then make it legit. You okay. know what I'm saying? Awesome. Uh, we had a... Okay, the neutral one was from Doug. Doug had a reaction to that same episode about the, um, you know, the, the sales clerk one. Hmm. He says that um, he's very wary about the phrase, you can always return it if you don't like it. Mm, yeah. What do you think about that? Uh, sometimes that's true. Uh, I actually... I'll, I'll, I'll go back to surfing on this one. I was new to surfing, and I was like, I need a surfboard. I went to Sport Chalet. And they had a surfboard for sale. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, normally when you buy a surfboard at a surf shop, they're not going to let you return the surfboard. It's like it's not going to happen unless you know somebody or something, at least down here. And so I, I rode this brand new board and I didn't know if I was going to like it. So I wrote it. I think I even bumped it on something. And then I was like, you know what? Mm, don't like it. Took it back and they returned the surfboard Okay. because it's Sport Chalet, but it's not like a surf shop. So... Don't get it done in your head. You can just go return stuff like that. So sometimes, yeah, I think you it depends where you um, are getting your year from. But 
I, I think that that sometimes I think what Doug's point was was like sometimes the sales clerk just want to get rid of you. They're like, just you know, go try it out and that's you know, true too. Like it, bring it back, yeah. which is fine. I think that that's okay as long as you have you know you're at a store with a good return policy, and yeah. as long as you're the kind of person that actually will remember to return it. Otherwise, you're gonna get stuck, right? Well, yeah. I mean, like Costco, they sell surfboards all the time. I've seen people bring back ripped uh surfboards these are like foam surfboards and yeah. just to clarify we're still talking backpacking podcast not surfing yeah. podcast yeah but okay. you brought up surfing so. i did and then i brought it up two more times since so then. that it kind of goes in line with what i'm saying is surfing they also have backpacking <laughs> trekking poles i could have i broke my costco trekking poles after trip one i think it was okay um and i think i took them back and they gave me full credit for it trashed this is, I think, tip of the iceberg with you. I feel like we could do a whole episode on returning stuff. And we could. You'd, you'd have, like, I have endless some stories. Good, I, got a gr- I got a lot of great <laughs> return stories. Costco. I think, Doug, you hit a nerve with Derek with return, return stuff. So Listen, Doug, um, you want to talk about returns? <laughs> we'll go down that rabbit hole anytime. Okay. The issue with returns is if you are using an item, let's say you're only going on one trip for the year and you mm. use it and it works fine, but it doesn't work on the second trip the next year mm-hmm. and it might be beyond the return date. Right. So you just got to be careful with that and you also just have to... I don't know, put it on your calendar to, to return something. So if you have a limited time. Do you like but, returning things? Uh, is it awkward for you? It's not awkward. It, Some I, people are afraid to return things. Yeah. You know? Well, if it depends if the store like shames you, like why what was like, wrong well, with this? Yeah, they and you don't have that yeah. story. Oh, you thing. don't know how to use it. Let's can we get an expert over here? Seems like you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> Let's bring in an expert to show you how to use this the are correct you ref- way. You're referring to when they showed you how to unzip the sleeping bag? Correct. Yeah. Correct. Well, so, you know, we all have our painful stories, Carl. We do. Um, I don't know. I think that if you're going to get shamed for something that you bought and you don't know how to use, I mean, that's part of the policy, too. Like, the policy is, I'm always a fan of, like, if you can bring it back under one year, no questions asked, I don't care what you ask me. Yeah. I'm just going to refer to that. Not everybody has your self-confidence. It's not. I, it's just more, uh, well, I won't even say. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, that was a good one. Um, like just some, some reactions from previous episodes, but uh, hmm. I got some trivia for you. Okay. Coming up right after this. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. 
They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears. Multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. All right, my friend, fun fact trivia. Okay. Okay, so this week, number one, this week, a company is releasing a lighter weight version of an existing item. Mm. It's going to be on the market literally, I think it's this week. Is it this week? Yeah, or later on this week. Okay. Can you name the brand? <laughs> See, I love, uh, I love that when you do this to me because I've asked you questions before this vague. Oh, this is totally vague. And you're like, how would I possibly do yeah. that? No, no, no. You're right. This is probably not a very good question. But we just talked about it right before I'll we started just, this, the episode. We, we just did. talked about and it. And I know what it is. Okay. I know what it is. I'm just clarifying for future reference. This is um, like a softball for you. It is. It's a, uh, they're coming out with a lighter weight jet boil. See. And I'm excited about it. Yeah. I even told them I carry it. We're going to try to get a hold of one and see if it's as, you know, good as the old one. And it weighs, I think, about half the weight. Of the seven old ounces? One. Was it seven I ounces? I think it was seven ounces. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. So, yeah. Seven I'm ounces. Which is still that. heavier than some of the other, other stoves. But, um, but yeah, hopefully it's a jet performing better. It's a jet boil. Right. Okay. Got a true false for you. False. We'll find out. True. Um, Gore-Tex. Mm. Gore-Tex mm-hmm. was... Uh, I think a George Costanza from Seinfeld. Go. <laughs> was actually... So Gore-Tex was originally a company that was created um, by a relative mm. of Al Gore. Is that right? Or not right. <laughs> i'm gonna say false okay so you think he invented the internet but not <laughs> but no one in his family invented gore-tex uh correct okay that is correct i just made that up yes yes invented the internet really <laughs> you didn't hear that he said i haven't he, heard that before he's he sort of claims that he was part of the uh come invention on. of the internet ow ow come on yeah this is like 20-year-old news, Derek. <laughs> I haven't heard. I'm not in that loop. Okay. I don't search the web like you. All right. <laughs> still gets, he's right. still got dial-up, guys, so I don't know. he's excited uh, about it. All right, third one. Um, third one. Third all right, so true or false again. Backpackers yeah. who tend to bring pajamas and slippers <laughs> Already a great question. are 90% more likely to bring blankies. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I guess that'd be the ten percent. It doesn't bring a blankie. Um, true. It's true. <laughs> but I'm the ten percent. Uh, that's false. I just made that up. Would you bring a blanket if you had PJs? You'd be more inclined to. So yeah. Well, I don't know. We're gonna be hitting up. We're gonna kind of do the revenge of Canyonlands trip later this year. And um, last time we went, we don't really need a sleeping bag. So I thought if you can bring like a lightweight quilt mm. or blanket, like a down blanket or something mm-hmm. that. Would suffice. I don't know if I'd call that a blankie. Blankies are usually smaller and more cozy, right? And you snuggle with them. You yeah. Don't, you don't. You wear them, maybe. When maybe. you forgot your sleeping pad. Forgot? Nice try. <laughs> that was a good try. Did you? It's never gonna die. <laughs> did Rehashing. You say, did you use peat peat moss as a blankie? 
Uh, I use peat moss <laughs> as a pad. No, like, I know we know that, but did you also like take some extra into the tent? Uh, no, no, I did not. Um, <laughs> I will. Let, let me ask you this: If I brought you pajama pants on and I showed them up on the trip, would you wear them in camp? Would you bring them on your? No, I think they're they're ridiculous. You, you wouldn't feel comfortable. You don't like to feel comfortable. Is that is that what it is? I feel I feel like you're using this episode to like try to feminize me. Like you start feminize you. You, 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 wow. you talked about the pink. That's a leap, Carl. Yeah, you talked about the pink sleeping bag, and then now you're talking about the. What's wrong with pink? Yeah, it's like a it's like a what if it gender was, specific color. What if it was in August during Breast Cancer Awareness Month? You still wouldn't wear it. Correct. I mean, professional athletes wear pink all the time during that month. I'm so. not a professional athlete. Well, you could be <laughs> if you tried harder. So, you know. Okay. Uh, you got two out of three on the trivia. So, so good job. Hundred percent. Nice job. You said you said that. I'm true kidding. On that last I'm one. kidding. I'll right, okay. take two out of three. All right. Uh, I got a couple tidbits here. All right. Tidbit. Let's see. We um. Dude, we so Whitney from Ohio mm-hmm. joined us on Patreon, man. We got, yeah. a, we got like two or three Patreon supporters in the Welcome. last couple months. So Welcome. Thank you, Whitney. She's actually um, planning to do the Appalachian Trail. I think it's in 2028 mm. when her kids are gone out of the house. And uh, yeah. yeah. And, and Carl wanted me to ask you, I already am reluctant to do this, but have you climbed your own mountain? Is what he wanted me to ask you. Mount Whitney. Is in that... California, yeah. She's from Ohio, yeah. so I'm not sure if she's from so, well, Mount Whitney, but yeah. I mean, people travel. I don't know if you're aware of that. You know, people, are you serious? Yeah, people get out of their own state. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And then, yeah, she mentioned that she also listens while grocery shopping. So, I, yeah, my question to you, Whitney, is uh, are you wearing a backpack while you're grocery shopping as well? <laughs> are you as cool as Carl? Yeah. <laughs> Do you listen to podcasts while you're grocery shopping? Um, no. Usually when I'm driving. Yeah, I've I've done the podcast grocery shopping thing. That's awkward. What if people start talking to you? You have to like pause it and correct. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's not fun. That's true. Um, okay, so then we have a uh, kind of a question, more of like a rhetorical question from Craig, who's who has a question about you and um, your legendary uh-huh. day pack backpack. Yeah, let's have it. Okay, so he wonders why you want the smaller pack if you can't fit everything inside. Like if you get it add things to the outside or your famous you know what you slippers add? behind the you know the back pad or whatever that's, that's inside yeah inside. what do you mean i have to add things to the outside what am i adding to the outside you have some dangles it's no, there's no dangle. dangle there's no dangle really? every picture i see you got something dangling from the pack the pack fits what needs to be fit that's the whole point i think here's the issue I think so. Derek doesn't want to have a bigger pack because he doesn't want to be tempted to add things inside the pack to True. create more weight. True. But there's bigger packs, like with more capacity, that are actually lighter weight than your pack. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure there. I mean, I could buy a new pack every year. That I mean, like, right? They're always coming out with something better. All right. Sounds like. Um, sounds like I'm bitter. Is that what you No. Saying? Sounds like okay. Craig wants to buy a new pack. That's true, Craig. <laughs> uh, I can send you my address. Um, yeah, that's fine. I'll take a, like a blue or a green. All right. <laughs> blue <or green. laughs> I don't care the brand. Just give me blue or green. Blue yeah, whatever. Or green. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's not like a slightly bigger day pack, basically. Um. <laughs> yeah, just whatever. Thirty-two okay. liters, that's fine. All right. Uh, we said the the you know the B and B Bible study going. We meet once a month when it's non-summer months, mm-hmm. and um, we've got Brian also from Ohio, who is leading his first Bible study. I think it's this week or next week. Never led a Bible study before, and I just wanted to give him a shout out and say, "Bro, praying for you, man. Hope it goes well, and um, just rooting for you." If Carl can do it, anyone can do it. Well said. Don't be nervous. Well said. 
And that's all I got. That's it? That's it. That's that's short for you. Okay. Okay. Well, guys, uh, thanks again. And it was good to uh, get back in the saddle here. Glad to have Carl here. We will see you guys next time. If you need a blankie, you can just steal Carl's and snuggle up with it. It might be a little smelly, though. We'll see you next time. I want to fly. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I told Carl about the whole sock filter, you know, sock filter from Hippocrates and he thought he'd be all cool. And he, he shows up on the trail in toga with, with his socks and he starts making a filter from his, his own sock. And he's like, offered me water. He's like, I filtered your water for you, Derek. I filtered your water. And then he got upset that I wouldn't drink it because of the uh, brown tint. So, you know, if your friends offer you sock filtered water, just, um, just slap right out of their hand, really. That's what I did. I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. For even more content, be sure to watch the original films from HuntStand Presents on the Waypoint TV channel every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern. Visit waypointtv.com to learn more. On Mondays, head offshore with Captain Scott Walker and Steve Roger for breathtaking deep sea adventures. Coming to me, coming to me, coming to me. Double. He's jumping, he's jumping, he's jumping. Oh! Oh! Look at that belly. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue. Brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Tell a few fish stories along the way. On Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.